0: Welcome back, guys. It is Tuesday and you guys know what that means. It's time for a real estate mortgage market update. And today I've got two of my loan officers, um, one veteran loan officer and one about a year or so into the business. Um, So I'll let them introduce themselves. First, I will start with Yvonne Godina.
1: Yvonne Godina, a.k.a. YG. YG, what up? Yes, what up? So um, I have been in the industry for 27 years, um, and I've been in kind of all arenas, from servicing to management, and then I would say probably the last decade or so has just been all origination. All
0: origination. Mm -hmm. Okay, good deal. And Nicole. Nicole, how are you?
2: I'm living the dream. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I'm wrapping up my first full year being on the sales side of mortgage. Yeah. With-
0: and and how are you loving it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I love it so much that I keep coming back for more. Yeah.
0: Amen. So it's a funny story. My mom, she's the one that got me into this business, uh, almost 11 years ago. And for about 11 years, she would ask me every single day, do you still love what you're doing? Yeah. And I would truly say instantly. Yes. I mean, I do. Why? Because everything, um, is different. There's no situation. That's the same. It's always problem solving. It's always, um, a light at the end of the uh, tunnel with borrowers getting to the finish line. And I loved, um, helping folks that otherwise were told no somewhere, you know, and, uh, it, it got me to where i am today i mean doing podcasts doing a lot of uh mentorship and um just showing you guys the ropes hoping you don't step on those same landmines and we're doing things i'd like to say a bit different than most but we're doing things a lot different than most um so that being said today's tuesday it's time for a market update and i wanted to just kind of see how things are going out there who wants to go first
2: you want to go first um things are going um it's it's getting challenging but it's still exciting because those who want to buy will buy Mm -hmm. and so i think a lot of it is fear thinking that the past two or three years is normal Mm -hmm. when it comes to rates and so you know we've been talking about this for like a year like waiting for rates to come back down and then they're not coming back down and they went up and they came down a little bit and now they're just kind of hanging out so it's like if i don't know i have a love-hate relationship with the interest rates in this market.
0: Don't we all? Now, actually, YG, I want to ask you, since you've been in the business longer than us, at what point did rates kind of drop from what they were historically? And
1: what, what I mean by that is when you got into the business, what were interest rates like? So, there was a time when um, interest rates were actually in double digits, and those particular programs were for our alternative programs, maybe something similar now to where a client's doing like a bank statement loan mm-hmm. or so forth. But yeah, we had double digit interest rates, and it didn't stop you know individuals. but I think right now, I think the fear is probably the biggest thing mm-hmm. and people have a misconception of they're listening to their friends, their family, the media mm-hmm. and they're just fearful to even try to right. purchase. And so I think that's the biggest thing because the reality is interest rates are not that high. Right. Not compared to what we In
0: the been. grand scheme of things. Yep.
1: I think what, in my opinion, where we've kind of gone is interest rates have gone up a little bit, but so have home values and so have property taxes. Mm-hmm. Some people experience the whole 20% increase in just the property taxes. Right. So getting hit at all those three, I think it, it, it kind of hurt somebody when they were looking at a certain per- price point and now it's gone up four to $500. And I think
0: that's that's exactly um, what message I want to convey to those listening that are um, renting out there to the realtors out there that are um, possibly jumping in other industries because they don't believe fully in what uh, homeownership means to right. the, the norm- normal consumer. And That basically is if you take where we've been in the past, and I'm just going to talk about the last three years, right? Because we've had very low rates. I mean, almost to the point that it's free money, in my opinion. If you look at that, and let's say the last time you got pre-approved or pre-qualified, you could afford, based on payments, $300,000. Well, if you didn't pull the trigger back then and you're still on the fence renting and now your approval amount is only 250,000, it's a tough pill to swallow, so to speak. Right. And I think a lot of folks are going, well, I'll just wait it out. I'll wait until dot, dot, dot. And for me, I want to make sure that people understand
1: that Most things don't go backwards like that. Oh, no. But we have a history. The last 10 years, as far as in Texas Uh or in San Antonio, our prices have increased over the last 10 years. It has not dropped. Correct. So I would say we had a little slight market correction Uh where we weren't going so high, but it was just a correction. I don't really think that our prices are going to drop.
0: No. I mean, historically, they just have not. Um, So- the reason why folks are not buying is because of the payment. I mean, mm-hmm. truly, um, when it comes down to it, you find a house that you love, you're in a certain price point, and then you look at the payment, you go, oh my gosh, I either don't qualify or I'm not used to seeing that price of home at this payment. And what, what do you recommend in those cases? What do you guys recommend
1: Well, I think homeownership for one is just creating wealth, right? Mm -hmm. So we want to do that. I recently had a couple of conversations with two individuals that were renting and their apartment complex found ways to try to get them out of their lease Mm -hmm. because they were locked into a lower price point. If they can get them to break it, now they can charge them more. right? So why not prepare yourself, right? To pay your own mortgage and create wealth for yourself. I totally Uh, understand.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. The conversation I've been having with my buyers is kind of similar, but when they're like, "No, I want this $350,000 home, take it or leave it. That's my only option." Well, the even though it's hard to understand that right now we can't afford that $350,000 home and we can afford 200,000. That's a big difference in market. Mm-hmm. But if you get into the 200,000 now, your money is gonna make you money instead of just sitting in your savings account. You're providing shelter and you're paying yourself back. So in two years, that $350,000 home, is gonna be much more achievable and less painful when you're writing that that check at the closing table. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially with... Being a first time home buyer. Mm-hmm. If you are, let's say, someone that has purchased before and you your next move is to sell your home and purchase, I totally understand. Um, you may not have the equity that you thought you had or you are running into a situation to where it's a lateral move. Um, even in lateral move situations, you're able to cash out that money to do whatever it is that you need to do to kind of start over. But I totally understand in those situations, but for your first time home buyer, um, for the folks that, and it doesn't matter what age range, you've got to start somewhere. You've got to put your money into something that will gain a bit of equity. And historically we've been on a 3% to 5% equity path. And lately, the last two years, three years, it's been astronomical in the amount of value that we're getting out of these homes. Now, we can't, uh, like they say, nothing lasts forever. Um, So we've seen uh, an end in that, but that doesn't mean that everything is cyclical, because it is. Um, The idea of putting your money into something versus putting your money into someone else's something right. is something that we need to drive home as an industry. Um, the idea of buying now so that you can put yourself in a position to refinance later, uh, I think is super important because if you've never pulled the trigger on something, then you don't have the opportunity to refinance.
1: <laughs> right. And you know, um, I'm going to bring up millennials just because I have some at home, right? But <laughs> Uh, most of the time I'm like asking them, what what are you doing with your money? Where are you, you know, where is it going? Well, they don't want to be at home with their parents. So they're spending money going somewhere else. But when they learn to purchase a home, now they're entertaining. Mm -hmm. They're not spending as much money. They're cooking at home. They're doing stuff. People are coming over to visit. And then they realize at that point, oh man, I could have done this long time ago. That is
0: so, so true. And it's back to your point that you were talking about earlier, Nicole, um, which is basically... If it's too much for you to handle at the moment, totally understandable, Mm -hmm. drop your price point and, and I guess cope or understand that that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. If you can afford it and don't want to pay, well, you've got to look at your budget. You've got to look at where your money's currently going to see, can I allocate, can I sacrifice, um, can I give up to gain later and You'll find that most people that did are in a much better situation, especially when you look at your home as a driver for additional financial aspects.
2: And that's the thing. I had this conversation this morning with somebody on on Facebook. They're like, well, I want my rent payment is this much. I want to pay this much. And I'm like, buying a home isn't just writing a check every month. Mm-hmm. It's much more. That's right. just the tip of the iceberg because what comes with it is the long-term goals. You're locking in a, a rate right now maybe it's three hundred dollars more than you're paying now but next year your rent is going to go up five hundred dollars well now you're two hundred dollars ahead of the game and then the year after and the year after five years later you're looking back and going wow yeah. you know, i have not a bad rate right now i i should stick it out or maybe i should sell my home pay off all of my debt mm-hmm. including my student loans because you can you can get a home with student loans. Right. It's the craziest concept. It's true. But you can buy a home, let your home build your wealth to be able to cash out, sell, and then re- pay off your debt instead of letting it linger and it's hurt.
0: very true. It's very true. Um, so before we jump into some stats uh, based on November's um, market data, I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think rates are going to do in the coming months?
2: What do I think it's going to do or what do I want it to do? <laughs> um, I, I think it's going to, I think we're sitting comfortably. I'm seeing par rate a lot more, mm-hmm. which I haven't been in the game too long, but I feel like these rates that we're seeing months ago were at a cost yeah. to the buyer. And now we're at par, which means someone, I, th- I think my prediction is someone's getting comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting at a good place and I think it's going to hang around.
0: Well, go ahead.
2: Um, I'm still thinking that interest
1: rates might increase about a quarter to to half a percent within the next six months.
0: And I'd have to agree with you on that. Okay. And, and the reason being is interest rates being as high as they are, are simply due to inflation. Right. I mean, there is no other driver other than inflation. It's not like they don't want us to buy homes, but they've got to slow things down so that Our milk, our eggs, our bread, all the other things start to come down to make it more affordable for everybody to live. And it's almost seen as a luxury that you're a homeowner. Um, That should be the new uh, gauge of wealth, in my opinion. But people still kind of put their eggs in different baskets. Um, But as we know, the Fed has increased, not as much as we thought they were. It was 0.5 instead of the 0.75. So therefore you saw rates come down a tad, but they're going to continue to increase that until we start seeing some dramatic movement in the inflation numbers. Um, So I would say get in where you fit in. uh, And by that, I mean, if it's comfortable, if you can tolerate it, get in because only The future will get better for you because everything is cyclical. Once inflation comes back down into control, um, you'll see rates starting to come the other way and it always happens. I mean, what is it like every five years or so you'll see this same cycle happen. Um, 2018 was the last time we saw this. So how many years ago is that? Four years ago, almost five years. So we're in that little, um, That little pivot, Uh, no one expected COVID to happen. And in my opinion, we can't go backwards, but we know why we're here. We went too low for too long, period, right? That's my two cents. Um, So now I want to talk about some stats, just go over some of these things. And this data is from Rocket Homes, although I don't recommend them. um, They do have a lot more data at their disposal. Um, So I'm going over that, and it's saying the market condition, and this is just for San Antonio, Texas, guys, and it's saying that the uh, natural, it's basically a seller's market, a buyer's market, or a neutral market. And right now, it's sitting right in the middle of a neutral market. And when you have a neutral market, it means that we've all got a shot to negotiate right? Because during COVID, there was no negotiation. Matter of fact, you were paying over the price Mm -hmm. for a home. Um, I'd much rather be in a position to where I can not pay over and have a higher rate because therefore my equity is going to be even more so um, when the time comes that I refinance it. And nothing is holding you back from paying more to the principal. I mean, knock that equity down, you guys. Um, let's see here. A couple of other things. Your medium sold price in San Antonio as of November was at $276,000, um, which is a difference in 29000 a drop in 29000 uh, And that was from November of, oh, actually, that's an increase. That's an increase of 29000 Since November of 2021. So it's goes to show that our property values, despite all these high rates, are still increasing. Right? Somebody that bought last year has approximately eleven percent more equity than somebody that's still on the fence waiting.
1: (laughs) Any way you look at it. Um, so then let's go on. I think they're they're Planning for the forecast for the next five years, Mm -hmm. the property values here are going to increase probably like 13% in the next five years. So if you don't purchase now, you're going to be missing out.
0: And it has to do with right here. Let me see here. Number of homes for sale. So in October of 2022, there were 4520, so 4,520 homes that were on the market for sale. November, there was 4511. So therefore, there's less homes being put on the market, supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at it, if there are less homes on the market, you've got less options, uh, thus raising or keeping that uh, value higher than anticipated, right. right?
2: But also, too, doesn't that have to come into play with the time of year? Because this is a trend. Like, it's not- like You're not a, wrong. A one-off deal. Mm-hmm. But like, typically, yeah. this is a season where not a lot of people are- wanting to sell and move
1: right but every year has progressed higher so this Mm -hmm. year is just a little bit different with the numbers you're right you're right regardless how many
0: folks in december are thinking about buying a home versus and this is sad but being pulled into what everyone else is doing which is putting gifts under the christmas tree
1: Yeah. I remember our second home, we actually closed on December the 23rd. So we moved in, we had no furniture and it was like, let's get sleeping bags for the kids and we're just going to go and- and we like, that was cool. our Christmas present. Yeah, put know? a bow on the door. Yes. Right? You, you got it. <laughs> and then we got to take advantage of tax deductions mm-hmm. for the next year, so it's just it was actually. You're not go. wrong.
0: So the number of homes sold that obviously has decreased. It's a 24% decrease from October to November. You got 949 versus 721. So it is a substantial difference in the amount of homes sold, but that is cyclical. And this time of year, you normally see lower um, amount of volume being sold. Um, Let's see, what else do we have? Asking price versus sold price. And I think, Nicole, you touched on this the other day, um, which basically we're only at a 2% below Uh, the actual asking price. So Mm -hmm. it's not like people are getting huge discounts on homes. Mm -mm. Now, what you are seeing is sellers contributing towards closing cost. I think that that is a great thing because it keeps the property values pretty steady, Mm -hmm. right? Um, In addition, these buyers that are out there are needing that closing cost to buy down interest rates, do two, one buy downs um, to help them overall. All right. Right. Let's see here. Um, average time, average days on market. So in November we were at 35 days on the market, um, and before it was sold. And then now in November, well, November last month, 47 days on the market. So that obviously has increased. Um, and again, has a lot to do with rates, has a lot to do with this time of year. Um, one thing that I think is, is, I don't know, kind of silly is that, we as Americans hold value in some silly things. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it. Uh, we're out there. Um, gosh, we work at Lock and Terra Mall, right? Mm-hmm. So at any given time, we can look out the shades of our window and see all these people like ants running around and spending their money.
2: And I know a Louis bag. When I know. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like, how are all these people buying Louis bags? They, did they go in and just get the bag
2: and like they're shopping
1: around?
0: Who knows? <laughs> they're but, like,
2: I, I'll take one wallet with the biggest bag <laughs> that you got.
0: <laughs> I mean, and and I watch a lot of podcasts, listen to a lot of podcasts, do a lot of data research. And one thing that is also rising with interest rates is our national debt, you mm. guys. So a lot of folks are using their credit cards, which is money that's not theirs yet, um, to buy all of these things. And at a certain point, um, it seems like it could be pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you think? Um, especially if you're not a homeowner. Right. <laughs> what do you have to fall back on at all?
2: I I I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when push comes to shove as a homeowner, if you get in that situation, mm-hmm. you have an out. Yeah. I mean, point blank, it's not ideal that you buy a home just to get yourself out of debt, but- if you're in a bailout situation, it might be the best option for you. Correct. You you might need, the plan might be sell your home, pay off all of your debt, go rent for six months to one year, get your ducks in a row, and mm-hmm. then get back into the game. But if you're renting and you're in over your head, the tough reality is you're in over your head. And what what other option do you have?
0: You're not wrong there, but I do want to add in that instance, you're putting yourself in a situation that we're literally preaching right now. So let's say you go and sell your home, you cash out. You realize if you're wanting to live in something that is equivalent of what you're living in rent wise, you're going to end up paying more regardless. Uh, I think there's a misconception of landlords that are out there that all of these uh, corporations own the houses and things of that nature. When it's truly people like you and I that have done the right thing and um sacrificed and made decisions that hey we can now rent out this home to buy a new one mm-hmm. but the interest rates are high for us too so we've got to charge accordingly it's not this charity case to where it's like oh well you know we're not going to charge them what the market rent is we're we're going to we're going to give it away we just need to break even um that's not going to happen why because when you make the right decisions make the sacrifices things of that nature you want to be able to have those fruits as well, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Well, what else can we talk about before we close this thing out?
2: What are you
1: saying? I think about? this is a
0: pretty solid market update.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. Um, I would say, just kind of like on the spending, people go through various things in their life, right? That things have to happen, whether they're homeowners and no. Longer homeowners. Right. I, I know personally I had to go through that. But I think sometimes, and, and hopefully this doesn't come out wrong, but when you have the poor man men- mentality, mm-hmm. right? You're not thinking about where you need to be, just where you're where you're at at right. that point. And so that could go for student loans where they're I'm just gonna take out a student loan, not that I need it to pay for my classes but I'm just going to get it to live off of right. and to spend and to do whatever I have to do. And that's the same thing for the credit cards and so forth. So when they start to look at it differently, how am I investing in myself? How yeah. am I investing in my future and my home? Um, and then they have an asset for life yeah. at that point. You're able to pass that on to your future generations and so forth. I so, love it. Um, so I would just encourage like, whether it's millennials or anyone, because we all go through different cycles and we're, we're in different seasons of our lives is, really think about how can you get there. And mm-hmm. um like you mentioned in the beginning, like after 27 years, I still love helping people purchase a home. It's like when you get to the end and they've got a smile on their yep. face and some transactions can be challenging, right? right? There's there's no cookie cutter. On our side of the tracks, most
0: transactions no. are, are difficult.
1: And you can probably say this too. I have never seen one application look identical.
0: Nope, they're like never. a thumbprint. They're all different. They're
1: all different. Mm-hmm. So each situation's different. And if you think that you can't be a homeowner, I think you should definitely give somebody a call over here. At I think I think
0: you should too. That was pretty good, YG.
2: <laughs> I agree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, do you have
0: anything
2: else? Um, you know, I think the ones who want it the most are the ones who will make it happen, regardless. Yeah, they they don't. The ones who can buy and know they can't buy are going to be the ones kind of holding off. But Mm -hmm. the ones who want to buy and feel like it's impossible, like you were saying, YG, like, you got to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. You got to talk to somebody because analysis paralysis and self-diagnosis are intoxicating. Yeah. They're debilitating, too. So just reach out. It's not, it's not scary. I
0: can't even spell either one of those words, but she's right. (laughs) Y'all she is right. 100%. So so before we close out, I just want to say thank you to both of you. And definitely if you are a buyer out there, if you are a realtor out there, that's coming in tough times because the market is crashing or correcting or what have you, It's a mindset. We've got to continue to preach the mindset and encourage people to do their research and take a bird's eye view perspective of what's going on. Um, Living in a world of scarcity is no fun. It's no fun for anyone. And uh, when you have solid mentorship, when you've got um, experts that are willing and able to give you advice based on your individual situation, take it, take it to the bank run with it. um, Do what you got to do. But um, that being the case, I think we're pretty much done with this one. Ladies, thank you so much. And uh, for all those listening, make sure to share, like, subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, the social media pages, all of those things. um, Because whenever you think anything home finance related, I think mortgage.